Okay, welcome everyone today to my next podcast. Um, obviously discussing a little bit of information again with Gav. Um, and today we're we're probably going to be discussing things um, personal to us as well uh, around what diets we've tried in the past because we've all been there before. We've all tried silly diets um, that have potentially not worked um, and building that experience up over time has probably helped us have more of an understanding of how to help people out. What would you say, mate, on that? Yeah, definitely, mate. I say we've all been there. We've kind of, we've all fell for the marketing tricks of supplement companies, of personal trainers. I used to be the personal trainer, the meal plan personal trainer. It used to be the the low carb. Um, mine's a little bit different to a lot of people because I have never been overweight, um, I was underweight as a kid. Um, I, I, I was saying this the other day to one of the like the other coaches, but I think if I went and spoke to someone and actually got into like, I think I would have had an eating disorder, you know, growing up. Like um, mm. again, we can talk about that as a goal. But yeah, mate, everyone's kind of um, everyone's fell for it. Everyone keeps falling for it. Everyone new tricks, new diets, new detoxes coming out all the time. It just makes our little our job a little bit harder. But we do what we can. We can help who we can, and yeah, just kind of hopefully just break through all the crap that's been sent out there and just keep it simple for people yeah yeah i totally understand where you're coming from mate i mean as i say i was the same i was never nat- naturally sort of overweight or anything at all um i've obviously had times where i've put a little bit of weight on over christmas and stuff but um i've i've obviously wanted to to do other goals within the uh, within the past really of, of of gaining muscle mass as well but obviously i'm going to relate this to to fat loss because i think everybody's got their own picture of where they want to be and how happy they want to look and stuff like that you know they may just want to concentrate on something and it may not necessarily be that obviously you're, you're massively overweight, but you just want to maybe just lose a few pounds or you want to drop a little bit of body fat. You want to get leaner and you just want to feel more happy and confidence with with the way you look and feel. Yeah, definitely. Again, everyone, we always say this, we said this a hundred times last on the last talk and that, but yeah, it's all down to the individual, but health has to be the, the, the core founder of everything. It's the most important thing we have. You, you might have your goal of running, deadlifting, whatever your goal is, but the foundation of that has to be health like, um, and that's kind of what we do. That's kind of what we push. We never give a meal plan out. We never, ex- we never like drip feed our clients of what they need and what they, what they should be doing. It's they tell us what they do and then we show them how to get, how to get help. Cause if you're healthy, fat loss and weight loss and everything else will take care of itself anyway. Yeah. Totally, mate. Because I think it is. It's about adherence, isn't it? Every single time. And we, as I say, we discussed this in uh, in our last uh, chat that we did on my uh, first episode podcast. Is it was just about making sure that we can adhere to to anything. Really, it doesn't necessarily matter. It doesn't have to be to do with nutrition. It could be to do with you know your your exercise in general, your strength and conditioning. But is it being able to adhere to that and and stick to stick to something, and it has to relate to you individually of where you want to go with things. So let's let's go a little bit deeper now on personally on what what affected us in the past. I'm going to start with you on this, um, because I know that we have discussed this a little bit on live videos. But just explain to me, you know, some information on what you've tried in the past and what you know how it how it's affected you. Yeah, no, that's not me. Yeah, I, um, I say I'm, I'm, I'm underweight um, as a kid. I 
think I tried. I'm, I'm probably more advanced than most people protein shakes because I had my first protein shake when I was about seven. Um, and it was um, prescribed by the doctors called bulk up. I don't know if you've ever heard of it from the chemist. If you ever go to chemist or the doctors, when your chemist is usually connected to your doctors now, if you go through, it's on the bottom shelf. It's still the same chocolate one I had, but it's to put, it's how help kids, you know, to gain, to gain weight. Like, um, mm. oh yeah, that's what I was on. Just tasted like a Yazoo milkshake, but it was to, because I am like an ectomorph, I'm, 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 I'm skinny. Um, I, I burn, I, I moved a lot. I, I, as a kid, I was always playing football. We used to have a game called Manhunt. I don't know if you're able to play it when it went down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Manhunt. Um, so it was consistent get to school early, play football, obviously football in the breaks, get home, football, go dark man hunting, no, non-stop. Like, so I really struggled to, to gain weight. Um, I was probably, I'm not like, I'm not going to call like, oh, I had a bad childhood and all that. I didn't, I was like lucky, my mum and dad and everything, but I was probably undernourished, you know, like we, we, yeah. we, ate, we ate freezer surprises, you know, like we had dial pizzas, we had McDonald's, we had um, obviously Sunday dinners and that, but, now, like I know my kids' food now is different to what I had, and it's and it's just the fact that I, I know I'm a more word to give them fruit, you know, to give them veg, to give them like not to force it down the throat, but just to make it a little bit more fun. Where, where I wasn't, it was it was crap, you know, like fast, fast food kind of fast get in, get your tea out, let's go back out. We've got another hour before we start man up kind of thing. And um so yeah, I, I've been on a diet most of my life, but not, I say I've never been fat, I've never been overweight. I go soft, you know, like yeah, I know, get a bit of belly on me and I know when I need to clean things up. But once I started training then, I put muscle on pretty, not pretty quick to big, but once I put a little bit of a bicep, it looked bigger than everyone else because I had no body fat, you know, like, so mm. I, I kind of, I, I, it was a positive thing for me. So I kind of, but I was, I came like, I've gone so, ex like I say, if I spoke to someone now about this, like I, I used to not have butter on my bread, for example. I'd have a freezer surprise with chips and chicken drummers and beans, un no nutrition at all, really. But then I'd have two pieces of bread, but no butter on my bread because I didn't want to get fat. And then the next day I'd have a pizza for my tea. You know, like I was, I just didn't understand nutrition at all. And this was one of, I'm not going to say like, oh, I, I was, I wanted to change people's lives when, when I got into this. I didn't, I wanted to work with celebrities. I wanted to make millions of pounds working four hours a week. And that's why most of us became personal trainers. Um, soon realized it doesn't work like that but I think then I started to kind of go down the like meal plans because I, I got a meal plan off um I got a meal plan off Jamie Alter never actually said his name like but I got a meal plan off off him um paid about 250 quid for it, it came over to me in about two hours um nothing to do with what I liked throwing your egg yolks away eight egg, egg whites a day on a Sunday, I could have a treat and put oats with the egg white so it wouldn't make it into a pancake. Um, no chocolate for eight weeks. Um, just just not, just your typical bodybuilder plan. Like, um, men, I remember messaging him saying, can I get um, some help on my macros? Because I need to mix it up. And he was like, just follow the plan, just follow the plan. Finished the eight weeks, had a six pack on that. Um, lost it in about three days, four days in Tenerife because I, I'd not learned anything. I'd not changed any habits. I, I was hated the plan, but I did it because I, 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 I had it in me to do it. I'm quite, once I do something, I'm, in, I'm into it. But yeah, mate, that's kind of, that's probably my worst one. Probably underweight, didn't learn anything. Bad habits as a kid. Um, got into personal training, followed the people I thought I should be following. Did the meal plans, 
probably learned a lot from the meal plans. And then like you kind of, oh, I did my position first, but not, not, it was an all right course, but that's what led me to do MNU just so I could learn from the best so I could teach the best. And that, that's, that's mine in a nutshell, really of what I've done. Um, yeah, that's me, mate. Yeah. Cause you know what? You're hitting a nail on the head with, we're going to go back to education again, because I honestly think obviously like when you said something about like in your childhood, there's like, we, we probably, you probably didn't, it wasn't necessarily that, you know, your mom and dad didn't necessarily look after you and feed yeah. you and stuff. It's just, they didn't necessarily have the education there. And I think years ago, we probably, it's only been the past few years with the your sort of evidence-based crowd coming in and helping people. And, you know, there's lots of coaches out there now, you know, building a healthy relationship uh, with, with, um, with food and promoting this on in, in content and stuff like this and, and coaching um, all the people who need that help and support. So I think we are getting there with this and I don't see that as well. It's, looking at that bigger picture because not just yourself you've become more educated and you've learned loads of things from your nutrition because obviously I know that obviously you you wanted to become educated as an MNU certified nutritionist but it's helped you personally on a personal level with your nutrition as well not just to, to help other other people out and you then sort of like entail that onto onto other clients and they're getting educated as well. And then they educate like the kids as well. And it's like, it's that like, you know, ripple effect basically of helping other people. And it's seeing that value as well of that education. It doesn't seem glamorous or anything at all. And, you know, just give me a plan, tell me what to do and I'll do it for a period of time. And this is going to get me the results that I want to get. And yet it will do, but what are you going to do afterwards? Because yeah. you've not learned anything. It's the thing, isn't it? You you haven't learned anything at all because you've been told what to do for a period of time. You were happy to go along with it. There was no education of telling you why you're doing this certain type of method. There was no sort of education of relating it to your lifestyle or what you lead. No. So when you finish that, it's like, where do we go now? But the people who do get educated, they understand, they can sort of take this on and think, actually, I know what I need to do now. And also as well, they sort of start to promote it to their kids, um, their partner, all, and it just reflects back on all the people as well. So it, that that value plays a big role. And I know obviously that's probably paid, played a, a big role on on your family as well, which is which is really, really important. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's what we kind of teach now, like, like the studio and online and stuff now. It's gotta be, it's gotta, it's gotta be it's gotta be the bigger picture, like you say. Like I knew when I did that eight-week plan, I, I booked it. So when I finished on the Friday, I was going to ten a week on the Monday, as lean as I could, thought obviously muscly and all that kind of what I wanted to. Um and I was training 17 times a week for eight weeks, like um through football, through um pure gym, because I was doing their classes. Then I had to train six days a week on this plan that he'd give me. He should have looked at my lifestyle and said, you, you're training. You already play football. That's the one thing you love. You're training classes, but you have, no, you have no choice. You have to train those classes. You only need to train twice a week. But because it was such a cookie-cutter plan, he just gave me it and said, do it like so. It was just so, yeah, it was just so bad, mate. And I remember, you'll know, like, you know the gym, like, what it's like working at your gym. You live there, you eat there, your clients are six in the morning and the last one's at 10 o'clock at night um, so I remember all the lads were eating um, pop tarts uh, and I went in and they were eating I was like oh what you got there and they were like pop tarts and I just had my tuna 
these green, uh, these black lentil things and broccoli. Oh, bad meal. But again, it was on the list, so I, I ate it. Um, and they were all eating pot cat tarts. You could smell like you could taste the heat and all that. So I was like, went out and that. And I, I remember walked because I was training. So I went back in. I was like, give us them pop tarts. And I had half. And it was 250 calories, I think. So I went out. And before I trained, I ran 250 calories on the treadmill. And it was just, I was, yeah, I was, it was just no education at all, mate. And I say, I, I tried to ask for my macros and that just so I could mix it up a little bit. And he was just like, just do the plan. Just follow the plan. Like, like basically, where's your dedication? You said you like all that kind of crap. Um and then I went on holiday. Obviously, looked good in no top on on the beach and that with my, like Emily. It was she was only two or one or something. Um, and then when I got back, I lost the six pack and stuff. And then mentally, I was trying to get it back, but I didn't have it physically to do that work again because it would took so much out of me in eight weeks. I was trying to train as the same. I was trying to eat the same, and I just did. And then I just started having bad relationships with food then because I wanted more, but I, I couldn't give it. Um, so yeah, I just I just went back and and from my lifestyle in my past of under eating and say protein shakes when I was seven because I needed to build up. It wasn't a good mental program for me to do, but there was no support during it. It was just do the plan. There was no support after it. It was just finished. Um, yeah, and it was just a bad. It was a bad way to get into and I just learned a lot on it. And that's and again, I, I don't regret doing it because it's probably helped me to help so many more people now going forward to not make the same mistake. Yeah, and and you know what? Sometimes what we generally tend to do, this happens to to me in the past as well, is we blame ourselves that if we've tried something out and we've done something, we've done a certain type of diet and we thought, okay, I'm going to work really hard on this, and then you're not able to sustain that. You start to blame yourself and you say, oh, you know what? Why? Why shouldn't I? I should have been able to maintain this you know this why am I not able to do this and you start to bring yourself down a little bit more and thinking you know this just isn't for me I'm not able to to get to the goal that I need to be getting to and that's not necessarily the case you should never blame yourself if you if if a diet hasn't worked for you it's just that diet didn't fit what you know your lifestyle is and you know you what what your exercise you're doing what type of food you love um, all of these things which make you enjoy the process because it, it is hard work. It does require some sacrifice, but at the same time, you shouldn't be sacrificing too much. And no. um, there's that fine line to, to push yourself. And it depends on the person you're speaking to as well. Um, I'm going to actually go into a little bit of information on, you know, on what on diets I've been, because I've been on two types of diets that the, the the very first one that I really pushed myself on was a keto diet, which has actually come really, really popular. How old, how old, how old was when you started this? The keto one, I, I'd probably say it was, I was probably about mid twenties yeah. because I'd, I'd always, I'd never really put any type of weight on at all, like yeah. up until like mid twenties. And funnily enough, at that period of time, I did slowly start to notice that, I'd gained a little bit more weight um, and I knew I needed to change and it was playing on my mind a little bit, you know, looking at myself in the mirror, just didn't feel confidence. Uh, I felt, you know, energy levels were low, anything like this at all. It was, it was affecting me. So I knew at the time keto was a bit, was a big thing. It's, it's come back now, but at the time it was like the new thing to do keto. And um, to be honest with you, I, did try this out because everyone else was 
promoting it and stuff like that. So it was something that I obviously wanted to give a go because I'd seen it on like Instagram, you know, I'd, I'd seen it on like Facebook, anything like this. On these social media platforms, it was promoted quite regularly. So what I did was I started it up and I didn't realize how hard it actually was because I wasn't being honest with myself for one. That's probably the first thing is I wasn't being honest with myself at all that I enjoy eating carbohydrates and I went on a keto diet, which is a really weird thing to do. That <laughs> Why take carbohydrates away if you love consuming carbohydrates? Mm-hmm. It sounds daft, doesn't it? But at the time, I was quite happy to do it. Um, and <laughs> honestly, it was like, it was ridiculous. I, I used to go to the shops and it'd take me, it could take me over an hour, easy yeah. to, to shop because everything contains car i mean everything contains carbohydrates it was like having to look at the back of packets which i actually do anyway when i go to the shops i do have a quick glance of things of you know products that i haven't bought but i was i was there confused like literally confused about what i needed to do was looking up all these daft recipes you know people promoting like butter in your coffee bulletproof coffee and i was like yeah you know if i look back at myself now they've just said just give me a bit of a wobble and said what are you doing you know what are you doing it's it just seems absolutely daft that i did this but i did it for a period of time i used to get really bad headaches for the first few days going into ketosis and Honestly, the, the amount of pressure I put, put on myself, I did it for, for uh, uh, I think it was around about a month I did it for. And to be honest with you, I got some amazing results. I'm not going to lie, right? I did. Yeah. I got results for me. And um, at the time as well, I, I felt pretty good. I felt like I had quite a lot of energy levels. And it was probably because I took loads of processed food away and then, you know, changed it to, slightly more health conscious foods um and protein was obviously sky high at the time as well so immunity levels obviously when you consume a protein is gonna is gonna go up things like hunger cravings they're gonna be reduced so all of these things i was losing weight but also as well you're taking a macronutrient away practically from your diet so you are gonna lose weight um but i just found that I, I craved I, I was I, I love um I don't know if you've ever been before but there's a like a, a burger place called uh, almost famous yeah. and at the time I was like really into these burgers and I was like I just I'm, I'm booking that on the final day I think it was like 28 days I pushed myself to do it. it's like that was the day that I wanted to and I remember going to to, to almost famous and I, I think I had uh, a starter, a burger, uh, extra chips. I just went to town literally on everything and I felt sick and like bloated and I like, just felt like really bad that I'd, that I'd done this as well. And I yeah. think it was just because I, I pushed myself so much and that food just became more and more desirable. I was just thinking about it all the time. But my weekends were like, it was horrible. It was like, I, I, you know, I'd usually enjoy eating pizza on the weekends. It's like most weekends I have pizza on a Friday, if you don't know me already. Uh, and I had to take that away. And I just thought to myself, it's like, what, what, what am I doing? It's like, if I could go back then and just have a good word with myself, I, I would do. And just say to myself, 
you know, is this going to be a realistic thing? Because majority of people enjoy eating carbohydrates. I just don't see why people put themselves through that much pressure on that on on that type of diet anyway. Yeah, it's mental, mate. I've done like I've never done keto to an extent where I've called it keto, but I've done the coconut, um, you know, the coconut oil in my in my coffees, and and it all floats to the top and that because um, it gets the caffeine into the blood, and you're like, oh, what an idiot. Um, but yeah, mate, I've done I've done that. Like I've done, um, do you know, like the replacing the pizza crust with like cauliflower, you know, all that kind of crap. That's not a pizza, man. It don't make pizza crust with cauliflower. Like that's not that's not a pizza, like. Um, but yeah, mate, I'd say I've done, I've, I've dabbled in them all, no butter, I've done low carb, carbs have never been like, um, I don't know why why you sacrifice it when you don't need to, but because the education again isn't there for a lot of people, it wasn't there for me. I just thought this is this is it, like this guy is high in the industry, this is what he wants me to do, this is going to work. And like you, I got results from it, but I was training 17 times a week, obviously I got results from it, Like, um, but it wasn't sustainable. I didn't enjoy it at the end. Uh, and then you do feel guilty because you can't go back to it and this is like my my thing with slimming world like i like the support side i like that gets people off the couch and into a group but it's not a, it's not adherable is that the worst what's the worst and ad- adherence yeah i hear like yeah the theory yeah. it's not like it's not sustainable say yeah long term if you give it to 100 people who go through their doors 10 of them will be able to stick to it but if i give if i give that eight week plan i did to 10 of my mates there will only be me that sticks to it. So it works for me, but overall it doesn't work long-term. And this is what people are. So when they can't, when they have a rubbish day in work, when they miss a workout and then they, they have a pizza night or a wedding or whatever comes up and they go get pissed on a Saturday or whatever it is, they do feel guilty on that Monday morning. So they'll miss way in on Wednesday because they feel guilty of going in in front of people. And then all of a sudden one week is two week, three week, four week, and then it's five months, six months before you've actually know that some and, it, and again like it can be a health hopefully not but it can be i've dealt with people who's had like diabetes and that like diabetes pre-diabetic diabetes too and it and and then it had to kick up the ass like and you shouldn't you shouldn't wait for that that skirt before you have to yeah your health is you shouldn't you shouldn't um you shouldn't be forced to sort your health out you should want to do it because healthier you would say is better for your kids your family for for everyone around you anyway like but yeah mate i've done i've done the low carb thing um it's just not special. That's that's the word. Yeah, go do it. If you enjoy it, do it. I mean, if you can sustain it, do it. But don't. There's not. There's no special diet out there. It's just what you can do long term, really. Definitely, hundred percent. I mean, I I go low carb sometimes, but I just don't go crazy low carb. I don't go. I don't go keto low carb. I think that's just that that's just a ridiculously low. Um, and, and I don't mean promotive to to people with epilepsy. That would probably yeah. be the only person I'd, I'd do yeah, it. Yeah. For and even then, if they enjoy eating carbohydrates, I probably wouldn't push them that low, um, because it's just not sustainable. But I, I don't know. Obviously, I, I this is this is coming on to my second point of I did have another diet that I tried out, and it wasn't necessarily anything like specific or anything that to a certain type of diet. It was just being obsessive with a calorie deficit and this is something obviously a reason why I brought up that maintenance one of why it's so important in in my first episode was a few years ago um, I was actually just about to start obviously um, 
becoming qualified as a as a nutritionist and you know I was obsessive with um with with the calorie deficit because it was it was being promoted quite a lot uh, at that time it was the very first sort of time I slowly started to to notice this that it would you know drop loads of body fat if it was just to keep them in, in a calorie deficit and you know I I decided just to start to use my fitness pal I started there, uh, you know, weighing out things and it took me a, 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 you know, a short period of time to get used to it. But when I got into the habit of doing it, it was great. It was, it was brilliant. And I slowly started to notice some results. I was really like motivated um, to, to get a result. And I, I was, I was planning a photo shoot and all of these things I was working towards. I'd had holiday as well. And, you know, I, I found for the first couple of months that it was quite easy doing it, um, that the, that calorie deficit thing, and even on the weekends as well, I just fast in the morning. But what I, what I did tend to find was slowly it got harder and harder and harder to do, and I pushed myself more and more because I wanted that photo shoot and I wanted um, I wanted that goal for for me holiday as well. So it was just it was just working towards that, that end date that I wanted to get to. And it, it really, really pushed, pushed me uh, to the point where I, I obviously found that um, I had like quite large cravings at, at periods of, of the day. Um, and, you know, and my steps as well, I just, I, I'd be like, I couldn't be bothered getting up and cleaning the house and just m- moving about just simple things like this, that, I'd usually just get up and do. I just couldn't be asked doing one. Once I'd sat down after work and I'd been doing, you know, personal training sessions at the time because I wasn't a nutritionist. I just, I felt like absolutely shattered. Um, and honestly, it was, I didn't have the understanding around, you know, why this was happening too much. Um, I didn't know about the um, metabolism and how it could potentially affect you when you're in that big um, calorie deficit over over long periods and metabolic adaptation is, is is such an important part of this as well that you know we, we we start to slow down a little bit more when we're in that calorie deficit but because I was so motivated to to get to that photo shoot and um to you know look amazing on the beach it was just I was just focusing on that and afterwards obviously I just had obviously I'm amazing time away on holiday uh, I came back and as I say the, the exact same to you I just binge ate for for a period of time of around about two to three months and it it wasn't after like the two to three months that I realized what I'd actually done to myself um, and I started to ref- started to reflect back on that process that I did and obviously at the time I was just um, be- becoming qualified as a, as a nutritionist at the time and I just thought I had to just give myself a talk and to I'd say that was that was a wrong the wrong thing to do. I, I looked possibly okay on the beach. I probably could have even looked better. And I, I want to go back to that point of like re, you know reflecting back on myself as well. Is I was looking at photos of myself um, at my sister's birthday, and my face like it, it just looked like. A, it, it didn't look good at all honestly and I, and I felt and, and if you if, if you go on my Instagram you'll probably see this as well at Fresh Lifestyle Fitness 
you will see the comparison of where I am now. Uh, just me, me, me face, me complexion compared to oh. what it was like when I was what, at that. What did you weigh back then? Um, I was probably around about, I think it, I got down to around about 72 um, kilos. Um, I'm, I'm about 80 now, but I've been, I've been dieting like in a calorie deficit. So I'm about 80 now. I'm so, I, I can go up to about like 84, 85, pushing maybe 87 sometimes over Christmas time. But I'd still felt good. I felt That's strong good. at that time anyway. And I've sometimes actually, I've actually had some of my best runs as well when I've been at 85 kilos. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just going back to it now is I, I was I was like 72 kilos and I didn't look as good as what I thought I would have um you know reviewing back on that as well as I was looking at pitching myself um on uh when my sister uh when it was a birthday I, I, you know, she posted a photo. If she ever posted a photo of me uh, or tagged me in something, say, for instance, it was my birthday and she tagged me in something, say, oh, happy birthday to, to me brother and stuff like that. She put she put a post of me and her up uh, at her birthday. And I'd, I'd, I'd have to, like, you know, DM her and just say, Haley, do you mind just taking this down? Because... I just don't like the way it looked at all. And um, she's she, and she uh, she's had a few issues with, you know, eating disorders in the past as well. So she understood totally what, what, what I meant. And she was like, yeah, straight away, I took it, take it down. And, and this is the thing, isn't it? It's like, um, I didn't know this at the time yeah. of how I looked and how I perceived myself. And I probably didn't look as good as probably what I would do at this period and stage that I'm at at the moment as well. I'm probably not as lean and probably got a little bit more body fat on me at the moment, but I feel more positive now than, than what I did back then. But also as well, I've got plenty of energy levels now than yeah. what I did back then. I move more. I exercise better. My training's a lot better as well. This is the thing I was, I was cause I was so focused on my nutrition and the calorie deficits. My my performance, I was going squat, you know, squatting. I'd usually squat around about, I don't know, it'd be like basic like 10 to 12 reps at maybe just over 100 kilos or something quite comfortably. And then like I'd go and I'd be on like, I don't know, something like 60 kilo for, for 10 reps. And it was it was poor. And not just that, my range of movement was poor as well. Um, me Obviously, I'd have a longer rest period this is the thing it's just all of these factors that I wasn't thinking about at the time and I really struggled with to to, to get past that but I, I honestly find that it's it's made me um a, a better person at coaching people because I've been through that as well um and I've been able to sort of understand what other people have maybe gone through a little bit more now because I understand that nutrition can be really difficult for people and building a healthy relationship is so so important and um if i've learned a lot from that even though i learned a lot from my nutrition course i learned a lot from my you know experiences and my eating habits over the years as well which has made me the person i am today and helped me coach people in a better way yeah that's it mate and like i say just education isn't it? it just comes down to education and like it when like when you say that then like obviously it's simple like obviously you're not moving as much and obviously you're not lifting as much and obviously you're not 
because you're not eating enough food and that's that's like that's the baseline of it if you your body will is not asked what you look like your body will just adapt to what you're doing like it only wants to survive so if you're putting 1200 calories in you're obviously going to lose weight because of the size of your butt when you do when you get support and you get education it only takes someone to sit down with you saying we can get you these results and you can have 1900 calories like there's no need to go to 1200 calories and it's 1900 calories would still be a deficit for you but you're giving yourself 700 extra calories to train better to move better to recover better to sleep better to have more flexibility so you can sustain it long term where like we have clients especially lads lads are really bad for this where they want to get a deadlift in a pb they want to get stronger biceps and back and that but we'll do it in a in a massive deficit and you're like you, you you're not understanding energy balance like you're an energy balance is you're in a negative energy balance so you're putting less in than what you so obviously you are going to move less and that's where like girls like girls and ladies are bad at this as well like where they'll say like i'm tired all the time and you're like you're in a deficit obviously you're tired like it's that that's that you you you, your maintenance calories are where you, everything will be balanced out if you put more food in so even a surplus you'll have more energy to train to, to to run to do whatever you need to do it's just it's just understanding the principles and the baseline of what nutrition is if you're a deficit like when you say a deficit people will probably naturally think 1200 calories and that and you're like that's not that is a deficit obviously um but when you get education and you get support your your deficit could be 1800 calories 1700 calories like an I think because it's been drilled into again, ladies, guys, so long, especially ladies, um, that twelve hundred calories, that that's what you need for the weight loss, and you're like, that's not, that's not it. Like, a calorie deficit isn't one thing. A calorie deficit could be one calorie less than what you what you need for maintenance. That's a calorie deficit, depending again, individualized. If someone comes to you or to me and says, "Listen, I'm, I've got di- I'm diabetic type two, I'm pre-diabetic, um, I'm really struggling." I need to lose five stone. We're not going to put them in a hundred calorie deficit. We're going to get that weight off as quick as we can. And then education, again, the side of it comes back to getting them to maintenance as fast as you can. There's nothing wrong with losing weight fast, but you have to be educated enough where you can go back and pull it back to maintenance. And this is what Slimming World and that don't do, where they'll put you in a thousand calories, you'll lose weight, get pissed off, come out with a deficit and go straight back into a surplus and you miss that maintenance calories and you balloon up. And that's why you put on weight so fast. It's not... How many times has someone said to you, I can't believe I'm losing weight because I'm eating all this food? And you're like, I'm eating more food and I'm losing weight. And you're like, you're not eating more food than what you need. You're just eating more food than dickhead plan that you've been doing for the last 10 years in those clubs. And there's nothing wrong with getting weight off fast, but you have to be educated enough or be taught enough where you can bring it back to maintenance. And if someone's got four stone to lose, you might you might get two stone off them and give them a break and bring them back to maintenance for a couple of weeks just to let them recover and and, and then go again and get the deficit off. If someone comes to you and needs to lose four or five pounds, you don't need to do that fast. And you, they have more flexibility to do it smaller deficit because they don't need to lose as much. Again, the plan has to be individualized to the person. But if you're in a deficit, always expect to, to be tired because you're, you're in a negative energy balance. And that's what that's how it works. Yeah. Totally, mate. And I think obviously from our experiences with with diets as well that we've been on, I think it's important to look at the physical side and the mental side as well, because mentally some people can push themselves um, more with things as well. Um, and I, I, you know, I've had people who, you know, have, have gone pretty, I've told them to eat a certain amount of calories on the weekend said, you're going out for a long run. We need to boost this up a little bit more. Here's some um food resources for you know the amount of carbs that you need and 
carbohydrate load and something like that. And I and and we've done a check in again, and then I've said to them, I've sorry, I've looked on their um, on their My Fitness Pal on my app because it links through, and it'll be like pretty low. And I'll I'll just explain to them. I'll just say, well, how did you feel then when you were on that? And they were like, yeah, I felt great. I, I was okay. I was able to perform. I'm actually performing really well because you've given me these type of resources anyway. And I'm, I am eating health conscious foods and I'm up my carbs. I just didn't need to go that far with things because I felt okay. And this is the thing it's, it, you know, physically, uh, psychologically, um, the mental side is if you, if you feel that you're there with that, then, then that's okay. It's, it's, it's all right to do it. But if you just don't feel great at all, um, going into that run or, or that exercise say so it could be any type of exercise and yeah. you know you just feel tired you can't get into that next gear you know this is this you know your mind is telling you now that you you know you need to be considering these things and, and inputting these things and it goes the other way as well that you know the the the, uh, the physical side you know you forget you're not recovering well from 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 your runs and stuff like that even though you're doing your stretches and stuff and you, you know you're walking around still and hobbling and still not able to improve when you're going out for your next run or it could it, it could be so many different things as well that that that's affecting us but we just need to be honest with ourselves and just say you know is this working at the moment if it's not i need to you know, consider opening it up a little bit more as well. And and that's probably what I didn't do when I, I tried these diets out. I wasn't honest with myself and I didn't, you know, think about these things too much. I didn't think about my exercise performance. I mean, at the time I wasn't, I wasn't aiming to, to, to do any big runs. I, I hadn't entered any sort of like half marathons or 10Ks because that's usually the distance that Jimmy tend to go for. Um, I hadn't entered any of them at the moment in time, so I wasn't necessarily worried too much about that. But just from a, you know, from a, just a general running point of view, um, my times were a lot lower as well. Um, my average pace, this, this sort of thing was, was down. You know, as I mentioned before, my me, me squats were just nowhere they, where they needed to be. Um, and obviously that's the thing, isn't it? It's like we, we have, you know, there's so many different, um, you know, uh, different nutritional um, effects that could have, uh, could work not well for us um, with regards to our eating habits. And we, we just worried about being in that deficit because obviously it's going to help us, you know, perform better when it, it may not um, get you where you need to be at. Um, and it's just being honest with yourself as well with this, which could help you uh, move forward with uh, your performance. Yeah, that's it. You always want to lose weight on on as many calories as you can because it'll give you more energy, more flexibility, better training, better recovery, all that kind of thing. Where again, where you say like like where you say calorie deficit, where like we've had it in the past where you're like we get the ladies coming in like I'm not good and you're like, well let's up your calories like um, and they're like oh no I need to lose weight I want to look and you're like yeah but we've done your maintenance calories at say two thousand for quick math. So we put you on 1,500 calories to get you where you want to go. Let's just take it to 1,750 for now. So we're giving you an extra 250 calories. Or let's go to 1,900 for a couple of weeks. You're still in deficit. The fact all we've done is just close the deficit down so it's not as drastic as what it what it, what it needs to be. But you, you'll get people come to you saying, I'm getting married in 12 months' time. I need to lose weight. And you're getting these personal trainers putting them on 1,200 calories to get the weight off us. And you're like, they've got 12 months, like just... 
if they've got five stone to lose, six stone to lose, and the little heart's under pressure and that, then yes, get it off. But when they're coming to you at a size, just over a size 12, and they just need to get into a size 12, you don't need to go so drastic. You're putting them on a 1,000 calories, asking them to train five days in your gym, running six days a week, um, no carbs, and it's... It's, again, we keep saying it, but it's just education, mate. And and most of these clowns and morons that are kind of getting qualified, just they just haven't a clue how to. They look good on Instagram. They can take a photo on Instagram, and they know how to use words to write one meal plan up. And then all of a sudden, they can just hand that out to everyone. And the ones who you get shared on Facebook, they're the ones that are doing well. Like I I, I know a coach who's who's on Instagram doing really like. She's got a good following and all that, and I know some of the girls that are doing her plans. And they're still on like BCAA and that. And you're like, why are you on BCAA? And I just messaged her and I was like, how come you're on BCAA? And she was like, oh, my coach has advised it. And I was like, why? Um, and she was like, oh, I can't remember what she said. It's something And I was like, go back and ask her why you're on BCAA. Like you train twice a week. You, you, you eat meat and all that. You get protein in. I've seen your meals. Go and ask her. And she come back and she was like, oh, she said, she sent me like the meal plan over again. I was like, she's just like, oh, I don't like calling coaches out and that like, because obviously everyone's just trying to make a crust and live and that. But yeah, it's just, it, it's hard when you kind of get put in the same group as them when, when how easy would our jobs to be to write one meal plan, one workout plan and just hand that to everyone for whatever whatever money you're going to charge. But that's not how nutrition works. That's not how health works. And it is a bad industry to be in. It's a it's a rotten industry, really, when you break it down. Like this, if you took, a, if you got a hundred personal trainers and actually, I, I wish, and I've said this before, I wish that we had to do year exams to, to keep you at a certain level and if you fall below that you've got to go and redo your qualification or redo because that would clean this industry right up like because there was so many charlatans out there what just make our job job harder um and i think again it just comes down to education and most of them don't know how energy balance works and how nutrition they know how to say calorie deficit because james smith talks about it all the time they know how to say needle 24 7 because Darren talks about it all the time sit down with them and have a nutrition chat like this you they they go cold they probably end send an internet's cut out and cut you off because they don't know they don't know how to answer back like they've not a clue like and it's it, yeah it's a bad industry to be in but you just have to do your research when you go to a coach tell them what you want and, and if they're coming at you with keto and you like carbs they're coming at you with you need to have breakfast and you do the school run you if it's not tailored to you like i should have had red when that meal plan came over to me in two hours and I hadn't sent him anything over. That should have been a red flag for me that this guy's not very good. Like, um, he's just literally taking my money, give me a cookie, cutty, cut, a cookie cutter plan. Um, but obviously, I didn't know enough then. Like, if your coach is sending you a meal plan over before you've even sent him one over, your current lifestyle, get out of there. Like, because you, yeah, you just he's just ripping you off, basically. Yeah, I mean, when I did the keto diet, um, you know, this is the thing, and you 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 go on social media on Instagram and you'll see these um, companies promoting, you know, they'll be, be a big company promoting keto and they'll have like before and after photos and I've seen them and sort of like, you got you look at them and you think, great, I'm going to do keto. Um, but you, you, that's just a snippet of, of their goal as well. Yeah. You know, we've all done it before. Like we all have these transformation, which are great. It's, I think, I think it's great to have transformation photos, but it's only a small snippet of, of somebody's goal because we don't know where they are now with things or, you know, the next few weeks and months and whatever else it is, are they still where they, where they're at with their goal as well? So it's, it's just looking at the bigger picture 
having that understanding, as you mentioned before, the education. And I think if you're going on any type of diet, guys, um, just to explain to you all is just know the reason why you're doing doing it is, is, is an important part of the process. You know, why, as you mentioned before, with the BCAAs, you know, why you want BCAAs, you know, why you're taking all the carbohydrates away from your diet and going keto. Um, why are you in a big calorie deficit for, for so many months? You know, these things matter. And if you know the why of why you're doing it and you have, you know, things to back it up as well, um, then it makes the process so much easier because you'll know the, the reasons why you'll have the education around it. Um, and that's something that we obviously didn't have at the time. And I think that's just in an important part of the process. And then going back to, you know, personal training, I, I do think that's that's something that which needs to get cleaned up quite a lot. I mean, I did my personal training qualification so many years ago now. It's probably about 10, was it 11 maybe? Yeah. I can't even remember, but it's been a long time since I did it. But it's it's not actually changed because I, 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 I actually used to be uh, an assessor and tutor as well for uh, a personal training company and I used to do uh, assess people in, in the gyms and stuff and I used to do um, t- I used to teach classes as well and they used to have a little bit of that tiny module on on the nutrition side of things and I honestly think it was just a small state it was like what's a macro you know what's macros what's calories um you know, to, to lose weight, you should potentially be in a, like a 250 to 500 calorie deficit. Um, basically just telling you that and not working on a holistic basis, which I think is, is so, so important. And I do think, you know, something needs to be done with regards to that because then people maybe aren't going to be as misled with things when they, you know, pit, you know, go into, you know, a program with somebody, you know, they decide to, hit a specific diet with someone uh these sorts of things really really matter and i think that's an important part of the process yeah mate, i used to sell me i used to sell meal plans and workout plans in pure gym and i started in 2011 or whatever it was um 15 quid and i had them in a little folder in the back and i used to sort of run in and just hand them out people used to buy them and like so yeah. when i think back now it's so i used to have the eat well plate on the front 30 percent protein and you're like how <laughs> How can you tell someone it's working? You don't even know any. Oh, it's so bad, mate. Yeah, I've, I've been, and that's again. I, I'll hold, like because you get coaches who say no. I, like I'll hold my hand up. I I didn't have a clue what I was doing when I started. Like and uh, yeah, I, I did all that. Like and I pushed all that and I pushed supplements, CLA, ZMA, BCAA, um, all that kind of a loose like leucine sprinkling leucine on my meals when I was having protein shakes. Mm. I'd finish in my round. I was like pulling pulling my kettlebell for an upright row while I was drinking my pro- protein because I needed it in within 20 minutes or I'm going to lose the game. Yeah. And you're like, like just have a minute, you know, like, and it's, I just didn't, I just did not have a clue what I was doing. And now, now I am educated. Now I do know how to individualize plans. Now I do know how to support people. Seeing, seeing other coaches who have been in this industry for a long time and just not, they're just not asked. They've not, they've not furthered their education. They've not done anything. They're just still doing meal plans. They're still doing boot camps. They're still doing everyone on the same plan. And it, and it just pisses you off because you, because obviously I got into it for money and all that kind of like, it's a work. We have to like, 
I'm not one of them that say, oh, I'll do this for free and that. No, I need to eat and that like, and, but I am passionate about it. Um, and it just pisses me off. Like when you see, and you see it, cause that's what we're competing with. Like, and you're like, mm. just hard. It's just like, it's in, you'll get this in tattoo artists and that when they see a shit tattooist and you'll get it in mechanics and you'll get it with hairdressers and you'll get it. Yeah. You have your cream at the top um, yeah. and you just have everyone else. And when you're seeing people get ripped off week after week and it's just not nice. Like, but, there's only so many times you can say the message that about BCA and about this and about that. Like, and if they're going to listen, they'll listen. If they're not, they're just going to go back around in that diet cycle that most adults never get out of. Like, yeah, totally, mate. And then, as I say, there's so there's so many people that I praise. Um, you know, certain coaches that I look up to as well who are who are doing amazing jobs at the moment, and some of their contents. I feel is even better than mine. What I'm posting is I do feel I, you know, I do hit out the message to, to quite a lot of people, but then I look at somebody else's content and I'm like, Oh my God, that is like absolutely amazing. And there's some amazing coaches out there and I've got praise. I, you know, I share, you know, fit, fit pros, you know, who are quite high up in the industry. Now you're James Smith's and stuff. And all of these people that I just feel I've, I've got such a great, uh, impact now on the fitness industry is, is what we need and I think we are slowly getting there with things now and as you find if we have more of these people um, like ourselves um, who, who are really passionate and we're really wanting to because it's not just that as you know I, I do this because it's such a, a reward and job as well to see people change as long as they put that little bit of re- effort required it just makes our job think you know I've helped that person change their life around and I think that's such an important part of the process but um yeah mate I think uh, it's been great chatting to you today but have you got anything else to to say about uh, anything that you wanted no. to talk about mate no, mate, that's something we covered everything. Again, it's just, if, if you don't take anything away from, like, just just individualised education, they need to be in your programme, whichever coach you're going to, like, because without education, you're not going to sustain it. Without individualised plans, you're not going to sustain it. Um, just do your homework on the people that you're, that, you're, that you're handing your money over to. There are some great coaches out there, like, the, you just, just like every industry, you just have to be careful if you're handing money over to who you put your trust in. Mm, totally mate yeah hit the nail on the head well uh thanks guys for um tuning into this this podcast today uh it's really appreciated that you're listening in if you have any comments at all feel free to to let us know about things any questions regards to the any any of the information that we've brought up today you know it really really helps us out if you can you know come over to our pages and follow us if you want you know i'm on um Press Lifestyle Fitness, uh, Gavs on Sana Fitness as well. You should be able to find us that way and searching on Instagram. If you find uh, our content helpful, by the way, as well, feel free to, you know, sh- to share this out, you know, like it, comment on it. Anything like this at all um, helps us grow even more. So um, I will leave it there for today. Thanks very much, guys. And I will speak to you all soon.